to episode 160 something. Whoa. Drinking uh, a classic summer beer that's not really a summer beer. Yeah, right? They do it like, like we've had it July 4th, so like a couple years ago. That's but true. They don't always have it early summer, but they do have it every fishing season. Yeah. Um, but one of our favorites from E9, my fishing buddy. Yes. Uh, oh, it does have notes in here that I didn't have. Fishing is not about the fish. It's about the time spent together catching them. Tight lines. Um, and that's pretty much everything about this beer. I'm going to start saying that all the time. Tight lines. Tight lines. It's a dry hop lager. Um, E9 and, and us included. Very much like the hoppy loggers. Yes. Um, great for doing things like fishing, uh, you know, golfing, I guess, if you do that. Uh, other activities that are outdoors that, uh, you know, boating, maybe. Particularly uh, something that involves the sun. Yeah. And just and sun and drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. Because you get the you get the hoppiness of like an IPA. Well. Maybe not like an IPA, <laughs> but you get more hops than a normal lager. Yeah. Uh, so if you're an IPA, pale ale type drinker, um, but this is like a little more refreshing, a little less alcoholic. So. Wow. That. Wow. You've been you've been missing it. Forgot how much you missed it. That's really what it is. Yeah. And I think this happens every time. So like. That is the nice thing about it being a seasonal beer. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the only thing I appreciate about seasonal beers. We actually talked about this about um, Bodhi, where it's like we go through phases where we, we're like, I've just had too much and it, yeah. it's not hitting the same. And I don't like that that happens. So for beers like this, it, it is nice that they come around every once Bodhi in a while. Bodhi to me is a is whenever we go to Jack's house. Might crack one open. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, nice cold Bodie. Haven't had one of these since the last time I was here. <laughs> but I don't know the last time like I've bought Bodie. Oh yeah, no, it's been a long time for me. Um, because I think my go-to beer for the past two years been Johnny Utah. Like if I'm getting your go-to IPA. Yeah, I think. Or, well, it's pale ale. But sure, yeah. but yeah, I think if I'm not getting something new. I'm pretty much like eight times out of ten just going to grab uh, Johnny Utah. Or and High Life. I was going to say, well, that's the other two times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just, a, it's just a good beer. But all that to say, yeah, it's uh, it sucks that this is so seasonal and it's so few and far between that they have it. And nonetheless, too, it's like if we miss it the week they release it, odds are we just don't get any. Yeah, true. So like they sell out it goes so quick. quick so uh but yeah it's always very nice to have Man. it's just an easy drinking one um like a lot of the hop lagers that they have have like some citrus backbone to it that uh like we've talked about it it can just get a little sweet compared to like a like a normal lager that you'd like to crush like a bud light or a high life or something like that where yeah. as like I don't know. I think of like the fruited light beers, like a, I don't know, like a shock top. Oh, like, yeah. I I don't know. I don't really find that super refreshing. So, I mean, I just don't really like shock top, but no, I'm totally with you. No, this definitely has more of like a 
crisper, like grassy or floralness going on rather than like a sweet fruitiness. Yeah. So, and I, I think that's why we're both more partial to it. Especially if you're just like out in the sun, want to water kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Just water with some bubbles. Does this have the ABV? Oh, it does. 5.5. There you go. That's a little heftier. Yeah. Like Bud Light's like four something. Yep. High Life's like five, I think. Yeah, I think so. And then uh, what did you find out Montaki was? 4.8? Something like 4.8 or 5 or something. I think it was less than 5. I remember being 4 something. I don't remember what it is, but. That's also a great beer. That is a great beer. Like, I really wish it was 8% and tasted like that. <laughs> but it didn't make sense. But at the same time, it, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that it's not 8%. So. Uh, 4%. Oh, there you go. Yeah, flat four. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That was a little higher than that, but that's nuts. Super crazy. Yeah, that's such a good beer, too. Hello? No, I'm not trying to buy something right now. It's me. Well. Maybe. Yeah, I'm always in the process. <laughs> it's, it's I'm always right. in the process of not trying to buy something. That's more, yeah, that's more like what it is, yeah. <laughs> it's not very successful. No, usually not. Like, I had a couple things this week where I was like, like I was like, I don't really need to buy anything. And then I was like, fuck, I need that. Mm. Like I needed a, a lawn sprayer yeah. attachment thing. It's like, yeah, my hose broke. Oh yeah, you know, just random shit like that was was this week, or I was like, that sucks. Fun, yeah, but stuff you don't like need need, but you're like, eh, I kind of need that. Yeah, that was annoying. Uh, we woke up today with a uh, handful of fucking ants by our back door so fun that was fun and uh so we'll see it wasn't like it was more than it was more than five but it wasn't like shit we're overrun they own this place now it wasn't that bad i mean it shouldn't be that bad because like we spray often. Well, it's not California. That too. Wait, what? Ants in California? Yeah. Really? Like, big time. Actually, no, I'd say that. Uh, that makes sense. We went to... Did I tell you about that our first Airbnb we went to in San Diego? I don't think so. Um, so... We get in, like my whole family and I, we get in and we get the rental car and we're kind of dilly-dallying around because check-in wasn't until like later anyways. And we pull up and it's like, that's ah, fine. It's kind of weird because it's like, it's 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 kind of like an apartment. I, w- I don't even want to say townhome, but like there's like a lot of other uh places like in the little section that it's in and so we get in and it was like ah, it's kind of nice kind of beachy feel like it's not that bad um you'll definitely do because not like we're, we're pretty much just sleeping there like we're yeah, gonna be sure. out and about anyways it's not like we're gonna be hanging out there at all um 
And so everyone like brings all their shit in and we set it down and um, I'm trying to remember. I think I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom and I went to take a shit. And so I'm sitting there doing what I got to do. And I looked down and I was like, oh, a little ant. And I was like, oh, like three ants. And then I looked behind me. And I was like, oh, there's a couple more on the floor. Okay, uh, this isn't the best, but okay. And Nick really hates ants for some reason. I I don't know if I'm like traumatized or what. It is, <laughs> I think dude. you might be. I there probably is like a repressed memory in there somewhere, but I'm just gonna neglect to feed into it and remember it because I'm fine with not knowing. Um, and so went into the bedroom and there's just a fuck ton of them, like all like lined up on the baseboards and like there's a lot and it's like i i would call that in like in they are infested with ants there and then uh we go i and i and i tell my parents i'm like yeah this place is like just full of fucking ants and they're like what and i'm like showing them all around like yeah it's a lot of ants look in the kitchen they're like all over the stove i look behind the trash can and they have an ant trap so i'm like i mean Maybe you just always have this, but I'm getting the feeling you knew there were ants here and you were just like hoping you took care of them. I see. Like, I just think in California, every homeowner has just ant traps in like bathrooms. And Probably. Because like uh, that's been my experience. Like they just especially in like warmer clients and stuff, climates and stuff. They're just like right. everywhere. Right. But is. But so. I mean, and it's a, again, it's one thing, you know, growing up in the Midwest too, like we got a lot of bugs. Yeah. Um, being so humid there. And like, I, I don't like bugs, but like I'm used to them, but there's a difference between like finding a few bugs here and there. And then like, like I'm telling you, it was like, yeah, but that's how fucking everywhere. But like, that's how ants are. No, right. So yeah. Like it's for the sure. same as finding. A yeah, like if, bugs yeah, if you find like a different bug, it's like, yeah, you might just find one or two of those bugs. But ants, it is like if it's you like find one, there's bees, more because they're they're colonizers. And right. Yeah. Right. And so but two, like like I was saying, like, you know, even at our place, like there was like a handful, but like it's not it was manageable. Yeah. Like at this Airbnb, I'm like, this is unmanageable. Like I I could be here all night killing these fuckers and there will still be a shit fuck ton more in the morning. So I'm like. Yes, this isn't going to work. So in the house that I lived in in California, it was like very much like no food upstairs like ever for oh, that really? reason. And then like also they had like a like a powder thing that they would put along like uh, like baseboards and and they had like the little ant clear ant traps and stuff around yeah. the house. Yeah, like it wasn't like you would see them fairly often but like that's what kept them under like management right having that stuff geez yeah they're like we were going to have ants we might as well just like try and keep them downstairs exactly it's crazy and like and like you really didn't see ants like too often because of that but it was just like always a thing right no that makes sense and someone would like i don't know leave something out some fruit out or something and you get a bunch of ants yeah that's all it takes is that one time yeah yep yeah, it's gnarly. Same thing happened like when we were in Hawaii at our Airbnb or yeah. one of the Airbnbs. Like, yeah, I don't know. We left something out like, yeah. Tupperware container of fruit or something. Right. Bunch of ants. How was uh, 
Uh, <laughs> I, that did get on camera. You, you, That's you awesome. had to get that last drop. <laughs> but it was like a perfect drop, too. That was great. <laughs> um, how was your guys' time in Florida with bugs? Was that really an issue or not at all? The only one was the, uh, what are the like cockroach things called? I know what you're talking about, and I just call them all cockroaches. So they, ba- I mean, they basically are. Yeah, um, but we had those. Okay, and like six or seven of those in the house um, when you first got there, or like no, when we first got there, it was fine. I think it was like the second day. Interesting. And then like the fifth day, and then like later on, we had like three or four nights in a row where like there would be one somewhere do you think they were like coming in or do you think like they were there and because you guys were moving in and moving shit all around and making a bunch of ruckus that they were like disturbed and, and came out because of that we don't know yeah yeah it's hard to say i could like, see that being a thing like if they're hiding somewhere and then yeah and so i i guess they come in like from like showers and oh, really through like, the drains and shit yeah so this is what makes them different than cockroaches. I, as far as I understand what people say, sure, is that they, um, they basically die in drier, colder climates. Oh, so okay. like, yeah, we we would wake. Cockroaches are like indestructible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like we woke up, um, one time, or like I didn't even notice while I was in my office. Like Elizabeth came in and like under my desk there was a dead one. Oh, interesting. So, like, came from somewhere, bathroom or whatever, and then just died. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's preferable then, I guess. Yeah, so it's <laughs> like, I guess, it, um, like, what happens is they, they don't even mean to get in the house. They're just doing their thing. And right. then they get into the house, and then they, like, panic because they can't survive in the climate. And so mm-hmm. they just, like, whereas, like, a cockroach will, like, just continue doing its thing, run across you, be fucking annoying. These things just like panic and like basically go to die that makes sense that's interesting so yeah so they're very temperamental then like even to the point of like the crisp 68 whatever you keep the house they're like no i can't do this exactly they're like i need 90 degrees yeah that's crazy well yeah i mean shit you definitely got the the preferred one of the two then i guess yeah um but other than that like you know, I do a lot of walking, so I would see random fucking weird grasshopper things that Oh yeah. The you know. We had a lot of grasshoppers in Illinois. Yeah, stuff like that. Like huge ones too. Um But other than that, not nothing too weird, nothing too crazy. We don't we get frogs here, but we don't really get toads in Washington, do we? Not really. Yeah. That's another thing in Illinois. Well, it's like the opposite. Like there are some frogs like by like a pond or something. Um, but even still not many. But there's like a shit ton of toads all over. I think Florida gets a lot of toads too. Yeah. Um We saw we had uh we have like a little pond like that's part of a park next to us. We have uh turtles. Oh that's or cool. tortoises or whatever they are living in there. Yeah. Little uh like little snapping turtles. Mm-hmm. Things are cool. Can't imagine that shit would feel good biting you, but they're cool. I like turtles. Um, <laughs> never mind. I can't even. <laughs> I I said that seriously, <laughs> and then <laughs> I thought about it for half a second. I'm like, 
I don't think I could ever say that's that seriously ever again. I saw a TikTok of him like the other day or like a reel or something. It's like 10 years later now? A lot longer than that. Really? How old is that? I mean, I guess that clip was old when it even went viral, right? Yeah. It was, so. Um, let's see if I can find it. That's crazy. Jonathan Ware. All right. Uh, he's now an American pianist. Okay. I don't know if this is the same guy. Oh, well, that's kind of pivotal to your story here. In in twenty, he's not. Oh, okay. In twenty fifteen, there was an article that said he was eighteen, so he's twenty five. Okay. Wow. Have you seen uh? Have you seen um? Overly attached girlfriend meme girl now. Mm-hmm. Who just like leans into that shit? Yeah. Good for her. I mean, you got it. You just keep keep your uh, yeah, fame going, you know? Exactly, exactly. That's funny. Yeah, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of videos recently, like something like that. It's like old shit come back up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've been surprised. Well, I don't know if I should be surprised or not, but I was gonna say I've been surprised with how how much gun stuff the internet has been feeding me because i know like youtube and google both i mean well they're the same company but they both like to stray away from suggesting that shit to you yeah it's that is weird but at the same time they're like but at the same time they're like ah but he's gonna click it so (laughs) well it's like they you know those companies do buy advertising space. Mm-hmm. There's probably just rules around, like, because I think how it works is they buy advertising space for a specific post, mm. and then that purchase can get approved or denied. But if they approve it, then it's like right, get shared to the audience who searches whatever things. That makes sense. That would make sense. And then too, like if you're looking at YouTube specifically, like once you're subscribed to XYZ channel, then yeah. like you still can get shit related to that. So, but I think eventually, like that surprise will become a reality. Like it, they will probably crack down on on the suggestions, like suggestions, that, yeah. and those accounts even existing. And yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it'll be like we won't advertise certain products anymore. Well, they're already like demonetized for the most part. Yeah, most of them are. I yeah, I think it's very few that are still able to make money off the channels uh, through YouTube. Yeah, which I mean, this is why like you see ads inside every video now, like not just like at like youtube ads but like the person doing the video is like sponsor segment this is who's sponsoring this video kind of thing like it's it's really hard to watch uh michael malice's podcast he has so many fucking ads during one podcast i just skip through it all i well i do too but i'm like every now and then like especially if i'm doing something i'm not skipping and it's like good god man like i mean i get it like you gotta make your money and and good for you but holy shit yeah i prefer like do it all up front or something yeah that's what like joe rogan does like it's the mid segments that are like wild yeah 
yeah, I get not wanting to like do it at the end. I'm like, yeah, just do it all up front. And like, maybe sometimes I'll watch it or hear, listen to it. Maybe sometimes I'll skip it. But you have the mid segment shit that that just gets obnoxious, especially because like on a podcast, it's a it's a flowing conversation. Yeah, that's and that's like, the biggest part. You literally like cut off something. Yep. 100%. Like, I get that you try to make it, you know, slot in where it fits, but, like, it is still disruptive. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yeah, he does a pretty good job, but still, no, I'm with you. It's, it's, uh, like, I was watching the one with him and, uh, Eric July, and, and, yeah, like, they were, like, it's just, like, a normal conversation. Like, they clearly mesh very well together, and so it's, like, it, stuff like that has definitely it stands out more than just like a like question answer question answer type yeah. thing cuz it's like these are two dudes who are like clearly enjoy talking to each other so no i think his i think michael's a pretty decent interviewer mhm yeah um him and uh i got on a kick for a long time the hot ones show Cause yeah. that uh, Sean Evans, that mm-hmm. dude's like fucking fantastic, and I know like he has a lot of other people doing research for him as well. But I mean, I know he does some of his research, or if not a lot, I don't know. I know he does some at least. Um, but just in general, he's a really good communicator and like really good at like uh, having the conversation flow. Right? Like it's not just like a it's not a very clear cut like boom boom like. I yeah, know. I think. In order to be a good interviewer, like all those people like him, I think, you know, Joe Rogan, Lex Friedman. Yeah. Patrick Beck David, like all the all like those kind of people are. Inherently. Like inquisitive, I guess, like their brains, like they they are just like whenever they come across a topic that they don't know, like they're just interested in things and like you you can tell it's not just like a you know, we're, we're having you on to get to this point. It's just like very like inquisitive on someone's perspective. So that's kind of ironic too, in the sense that like they are hosts of a show, like they're the ones doing all this talking, but at the same time, yeah, like they are such an inquisitive person to your point, like where they're, you could say like they're, they're a better listener than they are a speaker. And that Mm -hmm. in turn makes them a better speaker. Cause yeah, it's just uh, yeah, people well, like not- that, like Joe, like Joe, like Joe Rogan too. Like Joe Rogan's a fantastic fucking interviewer. Well, not just a better speaker, but I think it, like, people aren't watching Joe Rogan to hear Joe Rogan's thoughts on <laughs> something specifically. Right. Like right. they want his, like they want him to let his guests speak and bring their expertise or their thoughts or whatever and then also have joe's like reaction to that evidence right like it's not just about like how you speak it's just also like how you're engaging another person meaningfully oh yeah yeah right like yeah it's not it's not that you're there to hear them speak so much as like you're there to hear the way that they get information yeah i guess i don't know uh in contrast to not only is he a right cunt but an absolutely fucking terrible host uh jimmy fallon that that he he can the 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 shitty part about him is that he can be funny 
Yep. But like, if you like just watch him like interview someone, it's like, can you shut the fuck up and let your guests talk? I think all of those late night hosts, like every time I watch clips now, I was watching, um, we're on YouTube, so sure. uh, Elliot Page. Oh, yeah. But an old interview before he became a he. Sure. Uh, and it was a meme about him recently on on, on Jimmy Sorry, Fallon, and uh, I was like, it just it it felt like it felt like they were doing a pre recorded bit live. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> and it's, it's it, really like weird. all the jokes are super forced. You yeah. like they both know what each other is going to say, what they're going to bring up, which like. Like once you watch it, like under that impression, it's like it obviously makes sense. That's what it is. Like that's right. why they bring up certain props, like in the middle of them having right. that conversation, because it's like it is a hundred percent all planned and staged. Oh, two hundred, yeah. Um, but it just felt so like fucking forced. It's cringy. It's weird. It's really cringy, and none of it's real. You're like this, like this dynamic does not happen in real life. No, no. I think uh, of of that sphere, I probably I probably like Conan the best because his like jokes up front are really fucking dumb, and you're like, ah, they're again, like you said, like it's really forced. But when he's actually like com- like talking with somebody, he does a pretty good job, like actually communicating with them. I think too, like like it was always forced but why why was it entertaining at some point versus now mm-hmm. and i think you do have the juxtaposition to like media like joe rogan that's more real yeah that helps but that's I, true but i think also um things have just gotten so political and serious now yeah instead of like fun like i like look at are, jimmy kimmel like what the fuck is this guy doing these days other than just commenting on current politics and that's it like didn't didn't like Jimmy Fallon and some actor have a bit like maybe Ryan Gosling or something that they kept like wear like one upping like wearing something like they, one of them got a picture of him and then one of them got a a mug of that person wearing the picture yeah like it was a whole like fucking funny that's thing. that's funny yeah because it wasn't serious right exactly like it was like an actor and a talk show host just having a good time kind of thing it was a, just a whole bit yeah but or- now it's like. Here's my opinion on these 14 political issues that I have to ram down the audience's throat and hopefully make it like a little bit funny um, so I can call myself a comedian or something. Nobody cares, Stephen Colbert. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, 100%. And uh, I mean, to, to that point, like, Kimmel used to be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and even on his current show, which is probably the decline of him, I think, um, he like he would have this recurring bit. He's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. Like we didn't have any time to bring Matt Damon on, but you know, next time." And that was like a thing. Like Matt, obviously Matt Damon was not scheduled to be on, but it was just like him poking fun. He's just like, "Ah, sorry, Matt, we didn't have time for you tonight. Maybe next time." And then when he finally had him on, like it's just like this recurring funny bit that they like had going on, and uh, and and that's all it was, right? Like it's just like this like funny, like social. I don't know. Yeah, if, if like the whole point was to like bring the audience into like, yeah. oh, you get to experience the actor's life and how yes. and who they are in real life outside of the movies. Yeah, but now it's just like you must 
adhere to like these we, political points. We and, brought you on so you can publicly declare something so everyone knows that we all are in agreement with this now. Yeah. Or, or or even introduce ideas that we're trying to force onto people. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw one That's with... That's fucking um, weird. Who's the, who's the karaoke guy in the UK? Uh, yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Uh, yeah. James Corden. Yeah, I saw yeah. one of him and a couple people eat, like they brought on a chef and were eating bugs like ants and like crickets and shit because it's like oh we're gonna force you know we're gonna signal that we can do it so you normal people must now eat the bugs and live in a pod and own nothing and be happier (laughs) you know that used to be uh, a terrifying show called fear factor actually (laughs) uh (laughs) joe rogan has opinions on that too yes he does (laughs) oh man that show was great oh fear factors was fucking fantastic Miss that shit. That was prime television right there. Bro, those fucking... Anyone anyone who thinks that those late night shows are funny, um, you should just not associate with them. It's, I mean, and... uh, Oh, God. I think... uh, I think the guy I hate the most because of how funny he thinks he is is uh seth myers i haven't seen anything in set from seth myers please don't like i'm not interested it is it is worse than him on snl and and him on snl was not fucking funny snl has gone to shit i don't understand how he like kept his spot on that fucking show for as long as he did because he's not fucking funny yeah but snl isn't funny anymore so sure so he's like the not he's he's like he's he is the least funny in the not funny uh negative scale there God, it's, yeah, it's so bad. It is so fucking bad. I think, uh, I think for me, Trevor Noah is probably the worst. Ooh, yeah, I, yeah, he, he actually might be. Cause like, he, like, cause the Tonight Show, it's the Tonight Show, right? Uh, mm, yes, wait, no, the Daily Show. Daily Show, Daily Show. Cause he has always been political or more political than well uh, yeah i mean that, that's the point of it right like it's yeah. like it's basically like a fake new like <laughs> it's a fake news yeah. uh that's like the point of it is to basically just shit on politics who, all politics not like jerk off your own politics yeah while you you know shoot down the opposing view like and that's that's what it's turned that's into. what it turned into yeah. and it's not funny anymore it, so right it's like it's like worse of both worlds yeah it's, you know, it's interesting. I I did not finish it, uh, but I'd be in, I'd be interested to to watch the rest of this video that I started today about how news and journalism in general uh, has has become like it's not like this weird conspiracy theory. Like it used to not be as biased as it is now. It used to be if if biased at all. Uh, to now where it's it's just completely biased, where to the fact where they are pushing an agenda. Well, I think the bias has just shifted, probably is a better way to put it. Well, that's what I'm interested to find out with the rest of this video, because I'm like, is that the case, or has politics just changed? Well, I think, like, it's just shifted more to specific partisans. It's always been biased, but it's just been how, and I think, like, I think it's always been biased towards uh just like general centrist 
politics like like yeah. we you know yellow journalism journalism and getting the american people supporting war and stuff like that has always existed sure yeah um it's always been a propaganda yeah, pro- tool yeah propaganda is always but been. now it's like all a propaganda tool that's also you know creating some political divides yeah because i mean i guess if you go back far enough right like it's it's not that it was uh biased in it wasn't incentrically biased it was uh i don't know what the fucking opposite word extrinsically extrinsically biased where it's like you know us versus the brits right so it's like exactly obviously if you write anything about america everyone's gonna love it it's gonna seem like it's just one plain factual belief like the goal was to, you know, Iraq has nukes, so the goal was to unify the American people, right, in order to su- get the support for that war, right. And now it's like divide the American people for specific goals of yep certain wings of the party, even though it's like all kind of bullshit, anyways. But. Yeah, even though it's all bullshit, I kind of preferred the unification. <laughs> that was a little bit nicer. I enjoyed that more. It, it was at least a time that you felt like you could care less. That's really what it is. And we've talked about that too, where um, I think you you have jumped into paying attention to the uh, political regime uh, much sooner than I have. But I think we both can agree that it matters more now than it did before. And that has nothing... It doesn't have any it doesn't entirely have to do with our age and you know where we're at as much as it just like we oh shit. <laughs> just fucking splooged everywhere. And you got a blanket? Like Um But as much as uh like they're just different times. Well yeah, it's like I think it and I you know people can make the argument that you know, political pain has always existed for certain groups and sure. everybody sure. even um but I think like it's not like that's certainly true, and that's why people have always cared about politics. And I think uh, right. you know things like uh, overseas wars and and the drug war and stuff like that have always been controversial, controversial, and like hot topics that affect that affect everyone's daily life but they haven't been so real yeah like unless you were actually in the war or or you were getting prosecuted for drug crimes right it didn't really affect you right but like um as gun owners for instance there are like laws on the books that are um that make us criminals overnight that we don't we don't vote on we don't get a say in we got you know I voted against this person that got elected to be a representative of me, even though I wasn't supportive of them. And they are setting up laws to make me a criminal, literally criminal, like can get charged with a felony, get yeah, thrown in a prison. Felon. Yeah. Um, overnight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you, if, if you don't comply, you are a criminal. And, and 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 the gun industry isn't just the only one. Like that's just top of mind for me, where it's like very relevant. I mean, the lockdowns—that's a a good one. It fundamentally changed every American's life. People, I, I don't. Uh, if people are getting tickets, I've heard. Uh, like people were getting tickets for like being out on the beach on public property. No, people were like handcuffed. in America. I should say, yeah, people are getting handcuffed 
um, for bringing their kids to a park. Yeah. Saw one where um, a, a 10 year old in New York City was put in handcuffs because they didn't uh, bring their VAX passport to a museum. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, like things that you just like in 2000 maybe maybe we're just biased because we were kids but like i feel like that would be like an unheard of no i (laughs) it absolutely was unheard of right i mean i i don't know not that not to say like government has was never overstepping sure should have been in those days and there are probably stories but like well they take an inch every day right yeah and so that's it's just it's it's just logical that it is more now than it was and probably not just an inch it's probably exponential they probably take smaller higher amounts and then it gets larger and larger and larger and larger and then eventually it snowballs down the mountain you're like where the fuck did we how the fuck did we get here right Right. And that's how I feel like politics has become. And I think yeah. I think that's probably true because you look at like even generations younger than us are just like fucking posting on social media about politics and stuff. Whereas like, you know, you'll see 16, 15, 16 year olds talking about like Roe v. Wade on TikTok. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, what when the I, fuck? When I was 15, 16, it, you know, uh, the videos I was watching on YouTube or Google videos or whatever were like, I don't know. Rebecca pa- Black. Panda sneezing. Yeah, panda I- sneezing. That's a good one. Like, <laughs> like shit like that. Like That is literally like prime shit that we cared about at that time. I remember being like 15, 16, talking to someone about like what the Federal Reserve was and like, because they didn't understand like, you know, what the dollar was and, and everything. Um, like they were like, why don't you, why don't we just print more money and then we oh, all have God. more money. Um but like that was the level of politics that I was involved in. And I was right. like, oh, here's how this works. Right. But it was never like the government is here disrupting my daily life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like I feel that on a daily level. Like I go do something and there's like something where I'm like, this is just retarded. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, for as much. It's interesting for as much as the internet and social media has brought unification and has made the world feel a lot smaller, it has also bring brought so much division now. Yeah. As well. Like it's it's crazy. Which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Like people talk people talk about division like, oh, we need to be more unified and it's like no, I'm. I yeah, I get. No, I, I get I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying you're, you're yeah. saying that. I'm just saying like I think a lot of people say like it's so divided now, like it's a inherently bad thing. It's the same people that say that democracy is inherently good. Yeah, exactly. It's those same people, and it's like no things are good or bad, and like you know both of these things could lead to one or the other. Right. Just because everybody agrees on something or not doesn't <laughs> doesn't yeah. make it good. Yeah. Pretty sure if you got a bunch of pedophiles in one room, they'd all agree that fucking kids is a good thing. No, like, uh, I think, I wonder if I can find it. I probably can't. Um, on the 4th of July, you know, you you had the celebrities, like, fucking. Oh, yeah, just, like, jizzing over the Chicago shooting. That and, like, you know, how can we celebrate this day when. I know. When Trump or something. Um, yeah. And I don't know if what I... was everything like everyone was just complaining this fourth. It was 
it really I didn't go on social media on the fourth because it was really pissing me off. Yeah. I'm like, and and go to Canada. Go live in fucking Canada and fucking just go. If everything is so bad, if you have no rights, then just fucking leave. People don't realize how fucking good they have it. Well, also, like, I mean, people from... Like, I, I hate when, you know, someone says, then then just move, just leave. Um, especially, like, on, like, someone telling someone on the, on the left part of U.S. politics, because, like, you know, they look up to other countries. The people on the right don't really have, like, that's the hard part. We have other, we have, like, particular states. We don't have other countries we really look up to. Yeah, right. No one, <laughs> no one is doing things the way we want. We are already at, like, the best uh there is across the world yeah from our perspective anyways right, but then they're they're like, right that's what i mean yeah but they're like oh you know poor people can't move or whatever and it's just like people have been moving for centuries based on political beliefs or economic beliefs like poor people have been moving literally forever yeah Oh, yeah, so oh here, here's the tweet I was talking about. Um, Ron Perlman said, what a strange feeling to have woken up on July 4th en route to having so much of our independence ripped from us. What? For those fellow travelers feeling a bit empty today, it's not just you. And I said, yeah, the fact that you and I are forced to share a country with each other is despicable. <laughs> and someone responded to that being like, uh... Like, yeah, it is, but not in the way you think or whatever. And I'm like, no, exactly in the way I think. Yeah. You don't want to share a, com- a country with me, and I don't want to share a country with you. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not upset about that. No. Like, But I'm not the one... Trying to force this shit onto everyone else. I'm the one advocating that we just let's, not share a country. <laughs> yeah, let's... Hashtag secession, that's, right? That's, that's fine. Secession 2023. I don't know. Yeah, I um, I'm trying to remember what it was that like really made me think about it. I'm having a hard time recalling what it was, but um, whatever it may have been, I had like severely thought. I'm like, I heard New Hampshire is pretty beautiful, actually. Hmm? I've heard New Hampshire is pretty beautiful, actually. <laughs> I could probably get used to the cold again. It's in my blood anyways. Well, it can't be that cold like Chicago. Uh, like, I know it gets cold, but it's not like Chicago cold. I don't, I don't know, because it's more north. It's, it's fucking up there, man. Yeah, but Chicago has, like, a lot of particular things that make it especially cold. It absolutely does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Midwest in general, I mean, it's, it's fucking gnarly. It's a pit of death. For sure. And like New Hampshire being closer to the ocean, I feel like is not going to, you're not going to get as like dry fucking wind that kills you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have not looked uh, into the weather there a whole lot, but uh, they got mountains. That's cool. Not huge mountains, but they do have mountains. Yeah. More than Chicago. I was going to say the Appalachians in general are a lot bigger than what I came from. So, yeah. (laughs) But, but like when you're out here, it's like, 
they don't got mountains. Right. No, I know. That was the same. I mean, that was even the same thing when uh, we went to California. and was like, these aren't mountains. I'm like, fuck you. Move to Illinois. Then tell me <laughs> <Yeah>. these aren't mountains. <laughs> I'm like, that fucker has snow in the winter. It's a mountain. Okay. Even so it doesn't. It's pretty tall. Average January low in New Hampshire is 9.3 degrees. So that's yeah, dude. That's average. That means they get fucking cold. Well, I wonder what I mean. I guess that's assuming that it's not temperate because that's the thing with Chicago is it bounces around. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know the good, like, what's a good app to like weather you know i actually don't think it exists if i'm being honest i uh searched for a long time for one that i liked and i just ended up saying fuck it and i just use apples now because well i just mean like averages like historical and stuff i I just google it i don't know uh okay so january it looks like i don't know Here we go. Uh, this is average Chicago temperatures by month. Uh, let's see here. January, the average low is 22 degrees. The average high is 32. What what website are you using? That is Google. Uh doing a thing for me see i was hoping that i would do that with new hampshire and it just didn't happen so let me see average temperature by month new hampshire i wonder if it's illegal to call that there um nothing's illegal there sure yeah okay oh okay well it kind of did but didn't really do it but yeah so the average low in january in new hampshire is nine degrees the average high is 30 degrees. Okay. So it really that fluctuates more than Chicago even. Yeah. By, so I wonder if they just average. have some really cold days. That could I mean yeah, that could they, be. like they have like a wider range and therefore it drags the averages around. Oh, this November I bet is I bet they're never I it looks to be on Holy shit, dude. What? This is not average temperatures. This is horse shit. This is there's no way this is correct. This is like fucking California shit. I don't know. I'm I, sorry. I'm waiting. There, it's that's such a big difference. And and you haven't it's said so anything. much colder. You literally haven't said anything. July. You know what? I'll even okay. So it looks like July is the hottest month there. The average low is 57. That's fucking cold for July. If you're calling that an average, well, you don't really look at lows. The in average July. high in <laughs> in July is 82. That's pretty. That's that's pretty decent. Yes, and that's the yeah. I mean, that's that's the hottest but month. That means they here. just swing from there. Yeah. Te- no, I mean like swing temperatures pretty wide. That's what I'm saying. Like California, where it's like yes. in the middle of the like, night, like it'll be desert, like 50 like degrees. Desert in California it gets really fucking cold and then really hot in the day. Yeah, with 90 in the day, it's crazy. Uh, but I'm looking like the average low in November, 27 degrees. Okay, I'm, Let me I'm at Chicago. I'm adding Concord, New Hampshire, to my weather app just just so I can keep track of it. Yeah, 
Um, let's see. Today in Washington in Tacoma, or sorry, yeah, today in Washington, fifty-nine to seventy-five. Mm-hmm. I doubt we got to seventy-five. They're fifty-seven to seventy-nine. A little bit colder at night, but a little bit warmer in the day. Right. Uh, November, the average low in Chicago, thirty-nine. That's like a little over ten degrees difference. So it seems like overall they're a bit cooler but the real question is right like how much does it deviate from that average right well and i would also say like like this this is where i think chicago really gets into it is wind chill yeah i don't think i mean that's just temperature that's just but but yes but yeah no wind chill is like like Like, if if the wind in new hampshire isn't that bad then like honestly you already are are winning in my book like 10 degrees and not that windy is like pretty bearable because wind chill in in illinois i mean it's been known to sway the temp by like 20 30 degrees yeah it's just just like in florida with humidity it's it like that feels like thing in weather app you know like yeah and it's like, yeah, it's 85, but it feels like 90. Yeah. Chicago's like, yeah, it's it's 20 degrees, but it feels like negative 10. You're like, yep. fuck me. Yeah, yeah. That's common. Yeah. But and so yeah, I, I'm wonder. I wonder how much how much they sway off their average. So say, you know, January, their average low is nine. It's like, okay, but like, what's the coldest temp it's got in the last five years? Is it like zero degrees? Cause like yeah, not bad. I mean, that's yeah. cold. Don't get me wrong. That's cold, but not bad compared to Illinois. Yeah, comparatively, someone's like zero degrees. That's, that sounds the <laughs> I worst. I want to you're die. Right? Yeah, you're, you're like, right. It, it is pretty fucking cold. cold. But uh, I will take it over fucking negative thirty being the temperature. Well, and like uh, you know, I've been in Montana where it was like five degrees out or whatever, and it's sunny. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're like, there, like when you get used to that temperature, like it, it's been a couple weeks in a winter or a month or two that feels like 20 or 30 degrees yeah like there's been times where i'm like i just you know walk out in a t-shirt like going to the grocery store i'm out in a t-shirt it's whatever yep um because it's sunny it it's it's you know 10 degrees or whatever but it feels like 30 like to your point it's like it's just really not that bad yeah i understand that but then in chicago <laughs> uh you'll die <laughs> I mean, even that, man, I, there's, there's, I mean, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's temperatures where there's like, there's no getting used to this, but I mean, also like there's times where it's like, it is 10 degrees and Nick walks outside in a t-shirt, shorts, no socks, no shoes, just yeah. to go to the garage real quick and come back. And it's like, who, who does that? No one does that unless you fucking live there. It's fucking stupid, but Yeah. I would, I would be interested, and I would, I would be uh, interested to look up some of the different cities out there to to get more of an idea of what it could be like. I mean, just go visit. Yeah, yeah. Take a take a little summer vacay out there. It'd be nice. Go to Chicago on your way there, way back. Go in like September, November, then. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean like July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Um, it has nothing to do with 
geography or weather at all. But I'm pretty stoked to... I have now committed in my brain to build an AR. So I'm getting I'm getting stoked on that. And it's like obtainable, right? Because it's yeah. like you can just buy like a piece at a time. And so it's like like sure the end price is expensive, but it's like it's just a little bit at a time. Do you do you have like a like I know you haven't really gone down like the part selection path yet. Sure. But do you have like kind of a vision of like what you want to build? Um, I like I've got a picture in my brain. I, I don't know that I could really translate that even to a lot. Like, like the only thing that could come to mind is like an M4 type style. Um, I, uh, but yeah, like I, and and I've settled like I don't think I want. I think I'll I would go with the sixteen inch barrel. Yeah, I don't. I think any shorter then it's like then why am I doing an AR? Might as well just buy like the fucking MP five or something. Uh, and then any longer, I'm like, and you know, then you're just getting into like long range territory, which I want something more versatile. Yeah, I mean the sixteen inch is the standard best ballistic or AR-15s, but, like, if you want, like, CQB, like, you can go down to, like, other stands are, like, 14, yeah. 11, 5, 10, 5. You have, like, standards there for ARs, and then you also have, like, you can build an AR that's for 300 black, and those are traveling slower anyway, so you don't need the longer barrel. That's why that's, they're always short, right. suppressed, and... right. But, but, I mean, yeah, but then, I mean, you're going to have... That's what I'm saying, too, is, like, I like I like that the 5.56 five, at 16 inches, I like the the distance you can get on that at its velocity compared to, you know... But it's your first and, AR, so you might as well build, like, in a standard... That's exactly, yeah. Just go box standard and... Build I mean, spec, I guess, is probably the better way to... Sure, yeah. Um, for the most part. Uh yeah, because I mean it's it's it it is the standard for a reason, right? Like it's most versatile. Yep. Where it's it's good in close range, it's good in, in at a at a decent range as well. I mean, it's not gonna hit like like your AR ten, but uh, you know, it's it'll still that one has a sixteen inch barrel, so that's got Does a, it really? Yeah, that's got like a similar profile. I want I want to put a longer barrel on that. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. Maybe after you get your AR-15. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to do that. (laughs) You don't know when you're going to do that? No, I'm not in a rush. Like, I want to get... Since you have the the 10 and your AK now? Yeah, I want to put an optic on the AK. I definitely want to put an optic on the AR-10. Like, because that doesn't even have iron. Those are expensive, dude. Like, yeah, fuck me. Especially a nice scope, like they'll yeah. me a good chunk of money. And like, I, you know, I want to put a bipod on the on the Air Ten and stuff like that. Well, and while I'm, sh- I mean, do you think you'd put a bipod on before you place the barrel? Yeah. Or do you think you'd do that around the same time? I'd put a bipod on there before. Doesn't hurt. I would just think, like you're, like at that, le- like how long is the AK barrel? You know, probably 16. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Cause 
I mean, it's got a stock and everything, so it's got to be a rifle. Right, yeah. No, I was just thinking, like, that already kind of... It's kind of already, like, the check on the list there for that size. And so my thought would just be, like, if you're going to put a bipod, like, why not just, like, extend your barrel first? To... Well, I think just the differences of what the intended use is. Like, the AK is not really for reaching out far right yeah the 308 can be like a hunting like that's a hunting caliber and oh stuff yeah like that yeah so it's like yeah you know like i'm not gonna put a scope on the ak mm-hmm. just like a holographic or something I, I don't know what i'm gonna put on there yeah. but probably not not much more than like a three or five times or somewhere in there yeah like, whereas the ar-10s i want to be able to reach like out a little bit further t- eight or ten mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like, time goes by so fast, but not quick enough because my paychecks aren't coming fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> Man. Are you going to like uh, look at something like Arrow where you can get... Uh, I, I think a, I'm going to mostly use Arrow, if not entirely. Are you going to, but like, you know how they have the builder sh- sets that I was showing you? Like, are you interested in like potentially getting a Cerakoted out of the box rifle or do you want to go like blacked out kind of like standard duty rifle kind of thing? I think that's probably what I'll get. And then at some point paint it myself. Yeah. Is, is what I imagine I will, what I'll do. Uh, is that. Way too much effort? Yeah, probably. Painting it? No. No? Really? Just like spray paint? Well, yeah, I mean... It takes a few minutes. Well, <laughs> but I want it to like not look like complete shit, you know? I don't know. Well, it depends on what you mean by not look like complete shit. <laughs> okay. So, like, a lot of people use... Um, like, this, like one of the standards thing is, like, the, the laundry bag things that have, like, the tiny holes, like... They do that for like oh, patterns. Oh, interesting. That makes um, sense. But like, if you're wanting like a complex pattern, like no. then you have to go like Cerakote. No. Well, but that's what it is, right? Like the the paint is a Cerakote. No. No, Cerakote is um, putting a ceramic coating on on top of the weapon, so it's not a paint. Oh, okay. It's like an anodized ceramic thing. Got it. Got it. Like it is a paint, but then they heat it up, and so it's like technically. It's nothing I'm doing myself, is what you're saying. You, I mean, you might be able to. I don't know. I have no idea how you do it. But if you're going like the spray paint route, then it's like you're you're not doing like the right pattern, like complex patterns and stuff. But no, yeah, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't want anything super complex any anyways. Like just well, something all the, broad to like break up the all the, the spray shape. paint stuff is gonna like break down over time yeah which almost makes Probably it not even over time either. better too just because like fucking rifles get hot that's true it's true even the ak when we were shooting it like we weren't even like shooting it a ton it, it no got we hot. we i mean we go through maybe two mags not even more than two mags really like two mags each, probably. Really? I think so. I do not remember shooting that much. I think so. 
I don't, I don't know. I just felt I like I just I mean <laughs> we were shooting at like a hundred yards on iron, so we were we were taking our time. Yeah. So <laughs> that's 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 all that I'm remembering. That was fun, man. That was fun, and that got me thinking too because like this this weekend, all next week, next weekend, looking pretty good. Like, and I said pretty good because I'm just trying not to jinx it because <laughs> looking really good. And like, it also got me thinking too. Like, like I will go to WGS, especially since like. I'm I need to uh get more proficient on my handgun. Yeah, I think WGS is the way to go for practicing. But at the same time, like just so we can like A make a day out of it and B like not be so limited. Like I also wouldn't be I I wouldn't be entirely against driving out down the ninety. Yeah, going somewhere, even if it, even if we're not like staying out there, even just like for half a day, you know. Or no, agreed. Yeah, I mean, I would prefer to stay out there at that point. Me too. Yeah, I would too. Nice, but, but at the same time, I'm like, I think I've gotten to the, I've gotten to the mental mindset where I'm like, I think I just really want to go out there. Yeah, like I think we have to prep a little bit because I think we'll want like a table. Totally right. And we'll want yeah, uh, like some sort of target setup, but yeah. Which apparently on Amazon they're really cheap. Yeah, so good to know. Because it would be nice to like properly set up like At least distance yeah. and like have like a table where you can like feel comfortable having your stuff out there and like practice like drawing and shooting and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, even if it's uh... yeah, I mean it it would take a little bit longer, but even just like taking the tape measure and yep. to measure like and you just do like a couple. You know, three or four measurements out to set the targets ten the yards exact distance that you want, fifteen yards kind of thing, and yeah, yeah. So I think uh, I think we should do that really soon because I'm really jonesing for that. And like, fuck me, like all the videos I've been watching, and then I just fucking been watching the terminal list, and I'm like, oh, man, uh, I need to get better. <laughs> Yeah, I need to watch Terminalist. We watched Dude, uh we, so good. We finished Wrath of Man last night and then we watched um Most Dangerous Game. Oh yeah. That's kinda meh. Yeah, okay. Had like Liam Hemsworth and stuff and it. it was eh. entertaining, but Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. I get that. Wrath of Man was good though. Okay, yeah, I I I do want to watch that. I do want to watch that one. Um no Terminalist, like it's I'm like doing i'm like second guessing myself the entire show because i'm like tomorrow war was so bad <laughs> i'm like this is this is really good amazon stick to shows yeah right that's really what it is and they released it all at once too so i'm like Even better. good for you yeah fuck yeah watching it at your own pace is so nice it's amazing because yeah renee and i'll like one night we'll watch like three the next night we'll watch like one episode and it's like it's it's awesome like yeah, yeah just at your own pace right and and two, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't fully agree with the producers on how they pace the show. Like one episode, you'd be like, "Wow, that 
was really slow. I need to watch another one to like complete the mini arc of what sure. I was just watching. Yeah. Because uh, the arc will be over two or three episodes of like yeah. one, one conflict. Yeah, exactly. Weekend. Yeah. And and where it's like, I'm like, if it was week to week, I'm like, you know, same thing with all these Star Wars shows. It's like, you watch one episode, you're like, wow, that was absolute ass. I'm like, I could see if I watched like... A good example is The Mandalorian where like one episode was training for the village invasion and then they had the village invasion. Yeah, exactly. So and it's it was like, like if I those... watch just one of those, like, God. And if you could watch them back to back... Like like I did, right? There was really no noticeable like slowdown in the show. It was fine. Yep. But when you're week to week, you're like, "What the fuck was this episode?" That's how I felt about the entire like everyone like everyone like we talked about how everyone's feelings about Kenobi, and I'm like, I understand how you're feeling that, but like, dude, look, uh, I I did I did the math, and it's about like a little less than uh four and a half hours total of six hours, a little less than four and a half hours. That's a long movie. Mm-hmm. That's not a TV show. Because that's that's just it. It's a miniseries. It's supposed to just be the one season. So I'm like, that's a long movie. Yeah. And I'm like, you watch that in two sittings, not six weeks. Yeah, it would be better if they just released it. As a movie. movie. Like, or like as a miniseries show. Sure, yeah. Yeah. You watch, watch it at your, your own, own pace. pace. Yeah. I was telling Jack, I'm like, I think this show is like, at the very least, like you need to watch two episodes at a time. Yeah. It's rough watching it just one episode, especially when you have like your slower episodes. Now someone, um, a Minecrafter that I watched, B00, was caught, like he did a live stream and he was talking about Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And like he kind of shares the same feelings that I do, how it's just like storytelling garbage. Like he's yeah. like every shot in The Mandalorian felt like here he is in the ship. Here's another scene where he's walking out of the ship. Yeah. Here's another scene where he's stepping off of walking out of the ship. Here's another scene where he encounters a person. It's like, now you've just wasted a minute and a half of like four shots of Mando just walking out of a ship. Yeah, you you have now consumed about a an eighth of this episode. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you only have seven more of that. And then and, the episode's over. And there were four beautiful shots, yeah, but totally. they were meaningless. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, yep. That's how I feel about a lot of this. Like, especially the Disney Star Wars has been like, if we just get the aesthetic, that's everything. And that's fine if I can watch like three episodes at a time. It helps if you can watch three episodes. Yeah. Like, because I like the artsy fartsy shit. Like, sign me up. And I know you do too. Like, yep. Like, sign me up. That is awesome and i appreciate that so much but like you can't only give that to me and when it's every episode and it's broken up by an entire week and you have in 50 percent of your the the episode was like bullshit yeah uh nice beautiful cinematics yeah but no actual plot you're like yikes you're telling me we could have watched this entire show in like two episodes and you right. could have just released it like that and yep. you, i would I would have got the same point. Yeah, exactly. It's a little like, it's a little rough. It feels like they're intentionally dragging you along. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's like, um, what it feels like is Call of Duty when you level up weapons. Now it takes oh, forever, God, and it yeah. just feels like they're they're just they're having they're having you do this just so you they increase playtime statistics, and you're yeah. like, I'm just like it. This grind is not fun. No, I'm not having a good time. I'm just being a statistic. 
I'm on your fucking playtime metric. Yeah, I'm going into matches for like two days straight, just throwing smoke grenades, <laughs> and and then you know not even giving a shit what happens the rest of the match after I throw my like two smoke grenades per match. Like camo challenges used to be fun. Yeah. Like all oh, these are difficult. It's a grind. I got to get headshots in multiplayer, all this stuff, but now it's just like, here, let's just give you challenges that make your playtime extend Yeah, and it's infinitely. And, and like, to the matches thing, sm- throw a smoke, yeah. three smoke grenades, and get a kill next to each one in 20 matches, right. and guess what? They, they don't carry over. No, it like has you to be to play each match. separate match. Yeah, it has to be 20 separate matches that you have to do that in. Yeah, that's, that's the rough thing, because it's like, if I could get, like, five of those out of the way in one match then it's not so bad or all of it out of a sure match. right great like i had a challenge and i was able to f- find a way to get the challenge done fast just just being able to do it at my at, at my own pace Crazy. right <laughs> uh rather than being forced to no you have to do it within this amount of like no i don't want to fucking do this yeah. now it's it's really annoying i hate how the industry has just moved to that kind of it's not just the video game industry. It's no, it's the shows. Everything. It's everything. Yeah. It's just like we got to suck you in for as long as possible. Yeah. Which uh, is interesting, right? Like, like coming from the streaming platforms perspective, like, why is that a statistic? Maybe you have an idea about this. Why is that a statistic they even yeah. care about? Because they already have my money. And yeah. if it's a good show, you're going to keep my my uh, monthly money anyways, because like if I see you're putting out good shows, I, I, I think it's the Game of Thrones effect. Hmm. What I call it. Game of Thrones became so popular that it was trending week after week after week, gaining a larger and larger audience. So they're like we have to release episodic cinematic um good shows to get them trending and people can talk about it week after week but but that's so, what I'm saying. It's so every wednesday you have people on twitter posting about the kenobi episode yeah instead of releasing it all at once and you got some audience members watching it on monday and then maybe some people can't watch it that week so they watch it the next week and then you don't have the twitter trend mm. Mm. that doesn't make a lot of sense in, in, like but like here it does make sense but like here's the thing you could just make a great fucking show and, and it trends on twitter for it. a week L- look at the terminal list it is yeah. like uh what the, what the fuck's the t- t- statistic i saw it's like no the boys the boys yeah. got super fucking popular the first season released all at once yep yep I don't get the, like, yes, I know the new season of The Boys is out because people are posting about it and talking <laughs> about it, but it's not like a week by week thing. Yeah. You're not as good as Game of Thrones. Like, no, no. yeah, on, well, at the end of the day. Yeah, certainly not as big either. And like the the interest isn't as widespread either. Is it, really it's all of the things. Yeah. The production isn't the same. Like, yeah. the actors aren't the same. Right. Like, Game of Thrones yeah. got actual big like yeah they did like movie theater big oh yeah no absolutely yeah no their their production value is through the roof for sure um yeah so the the terminal list is current i mean it's only amazon but still the number one series on prime right now and what's that 
I believe it. Yeah, and and they just they just released it. You know what? A few days ago, with all the episodes at once, and uh, Chris Pratt actually made a post with like all these people like tweeting about it, and it's like it's a whole thing. Like just because everyone can't watch everything all in the same day, it's like doesn't mean you're not creating the buzz around it and you're not creating the trend around it that you want. Yeah, and I think um, is is week by week smaller trending better than the huge trending that you could get by releasing it all at once. I don't know, but maybe. Right. I don't know. And I think, I think it's better for audience engagement personally. Like even if it's, even if trending the statistics on trending isn't as, as great releasing it all at once. I think you build a better cultural audience by releasing it all at once because it, it, it improves the watching experience just like talking about Call of Duty, it improves the playing experience when you don't have to fucking grind your eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. Like it make like if I didn't have to if I had like a fun grind, it would make me want to play Call of Duty more. I haven't wanted to pick up Call of Duty in months because like I just know like I'm behind on all these guns. I'm not going to grind them. I don't give a shit. Like I I know, and it sucks because, like, but if I, I had a I good do time want to play, I I miss playing Modern Warfare too. Yeah, I miss playing even Modern Warfare with the boys. Like when it was a, a lot more simple. Like it was fun to just hop on. Oh, do we want to do Warzone today? Do we want to do multiplayer? Maybe we switch back and forth. Yeah, whatever it was, that was a good time. But now I'm like, I'm looking at this massive grind. I'm like, I don't like. I just don't want to like that. That time investment just isn't worth it. I wanted to be a casual, like hop in with the boys. Yeah, and I. uh I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure multiplayer has only gotten worse. It's trash, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know anyone who Like, multiplayer's it. only used to level up guns now. Yeah. Which, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why even have this? Even, modern, even in modern, like, I, like, I thought for a while, I was like, ah, yeah, it's just because I like Warzone so much. But yeah. I'm like, I enjoyed playing, like, you and I both enjoyed playing multiplayer on modern warfare and yeah, it had its many, issues yeah, like how, sure but how many months was it out before warzone even came out four no. or five and yeah. we enjoyed it probably the entire time and after warzone was like i remember like yep. warzone being out and it was yep. like hey let's play some multiplayer matches yep it's fun yep yep yeah and i'm uh i'm hoping that they return to that form i'm not hopeful yeah. but i'm hoping yeah i get it oh we should talk about this beer because that's true yeah, been dilly dallying here. I wrote a lot of things, so you can. Uh, uh, I read add, all the change. things you wrote, and like I, uh, walk it, us through it and add your own. So, look, you went with orange, clear, bubbly, and a wispy head, and uh, it's pretty accurate. Even though I don't have any head left, I was I was just about to bring this <laughs> point up because I even noticed. Uh, so with beer they don't talk about this a lot but they do talk about it a a little bit in craft beer um your glass changes how beers act yeah so my beer i mean i'm at the very end but like my beer what like looked more carbonated um and had more head than nicks throughout the drinking life cycle yep like i just refreshed it and it's like already like going down which you you do have more of the standard lager glass and sure 
mine's definitely IPA, but yeah, still. Well, I mean, yeah, there's there's are like skinnier and taller, like your typical lager glass. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of standard pint glass, I guess. Yeah, I wonder if a skinnier glass dissipates the carbonation slower. I bet it does. I would think it does. Because the carbonation starts at the surface area of the of the glass. Right. So And if there's a lot less surface area, then you I know. I think so. Yeah. That would make sense. Or bottom surface area, I guess I should say. Sure. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh moving on to smell though. Uh you said it's very dry. Uh, a little malty and a bit floral. And I mean, that's even if just upon first. He hasn't smelled it, but he can imagine it. <laughs> even upon like just first uh, getting into this, like our first opening comments about it, that's like what we said. Maybe give us a good smink. <sighs> Got a little wet on that one, but I didn't breathe it in. So that was like really nice. Uh, wow. God, it's. I love how floral this is and like not fruity sweet. Like I love that. I I think it is the better lager experience personally. It doesn't really change much uh, like a lot of beers do. It kind of just intensifies what's already there. Okay. So I would say it's nice, but not necessary personally. Um, did you just go for a smink on that one? No, I didn't. I was really. I'm, I'm was just hoping. so far down. Oh, okay, it's just kind that. of wordless. Can I get you to smink this, or are you just like fuck you right nah. now? Okay. Uh, going on to feed taste. Got you. You thought. Um, it's crisp. Wait, are we gonna taste or feel? It's crisp. Uh, it's it's a little bit malty. And like we keep talking about, it's floral, and you went earthy. You think you think earthy? See, I I originally thought grassy, personally. Maybe grassy. I was trying to think of a like, it's not vegetal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. maybe grassy. I don't know. I can I I still can see earthy with the malty because it's not. I, I think that's what it is. I'm trying to describe the malt flavors, and yeah. it's not caramely. No. So I think like it exists in that like floral veg vegetal floral grassy earthy kind of tone, like the darker tone of that. That's totally fair. I think I'm just gonna add grassy to taste yeah. there. Yeah, and, I uh, accept that. And yeah, I think uh, I think that's all very fair. It's always so hard, like. You're like you are you're tasting something that you're almost describing visually too, and also like smell wise, like it's like like it it's touching on all of those things and you're like, what is the perfect word for this? All while trying to physically uh see and write down what you're thinking while yeah. talking to someone else about something else. I can't do that. You're really good at doing that. I can't <laughs> And not do that. I'm like, please take the fucking floor while I write this book because I can't fucking do it. Oh, by the way, totally random sure. for the podcast, but very relevant to us. Do you see my straw hat? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, it's funny because I had an advertisement for one earlier and I thought, I'm like, I wonder if he got that in yet. <laughs> so there that's it awesome. is. It's fantastic. 
I was uh, half thinking, I'm like, maybe I just won't know until like Saturday just shows up wearing an E9. And I'm like, that would also be awesome. I don't think I'm, I, I think that's more of a front lawn shirt off kind of thing, but maybe. Uh, yeah, it depends on where we're sitting and like, like if we're red chairing it at E9. Yeah, yeah, red charity nine, okay. Yeah. But like at our normal table, I want to be like full sun beating on me, playing deep sea adventure kind of thing. That's I hundred percent. You know, that. I don't, I don't want I the straw hat. No, I'm not I trying agree. to avoid the sun. I'm trying to accept it. I agree. Bring it on. I totally agree. Um, moving on to feel now. Uh, it's very light. It's bubbly and refreshing. There's nothing. There's no two ways about it. It's it's what you see is what you get, and it's pretty great. I mean, honestly, it's really not that special of a beer. No, it's just, it does a thing and it does it well. And yeah. honestly, I mean, of the hundreds uh, of beers that we've had, it's, ironically, that is different now. Like, that's not common to do these days. Yeah. The common thing to do these days is be fucking weird as shit and have as many different notes as you possibly can. And it's obnoxious, personally, I think. It's like, um... Like, calm the fuck down. It's like having a, uh, a truck. Like a general duty truck. It can haul, like, pretty much anything you need it to. You can throw shit in the back. Relatively comfy. It, it gets the job done. It doesn't have the air-conditioned steering wheel. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't have the auto parallel park, but you know how to parallel park. Yep. And you're not a bitch, so you can grab the hot steering wheel. That's how I feel about this beer. It's like, is this something special, game changer? No. But it hits all the marks that it's supposed to hit. And it does it well. And it does it really well. Yeah. It's kind of, it's reliable. It's got you covered. Um, And that's, and I think that's what makes this beer like very good. 100%. 100 percent agree uh last thing is critiques uh if you want to touch on that yourself yeah i i felt like i had to throw some critique at it because we're talking this beer up and i was like if it was maybe a little bit hoppier like a little had a little more funk to it yep i mean at that point maybe it wouldn't be doing its job well that's you you could fair point i think you can make that argument sure i'm just like it was really like what's the what's one thing that you could critique this beer on, I'd be like, eh, yeah, maybe a little more hoppy, maybe something. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? No, I couldn't agree more. And uh, it's an interesting point that you brought up that I didn't really think about, but you could be right. Whereas maybe it was a little more hoppy, but maybe it wouldn't be doing its job as well. Like, you know, maybe, maybe then it would leave to dry the finish uh, and it wouldn't finish so clean. So it's, it's hard to say, but um, I'm with you. If you, if you got to pick anything apart from it, it's like, yeah, maybe 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 you are just like not quite bitter enough. So yeah, um, I like the sweetness level for what it is because uh, it does have a little sweetness there, especially after you're like two in. Yeah, it leaves some residue on the on the mouth. Yeah, it's not unpleasant, and it's certainly not as much as uh, you know. To bring up another one of their beers is the On Point, where I feel like. The more we drink that, like the more we notice it's a little, it, it's a bit too sweet. Like a good, like a good differentiation is doesn't make you want to drink more. Yeah, exactly. This the residue in your mouth just makes you want to keep drinking it. 
like, and, oh, and, and not a little refresher on that taste in my mouth. Yeah, and not in like a like wow, you know, my mouth is you know just was left in such a state where this was so sweet that I'm thirsty. Yeah, I need I need a glass of water. Yeah, not not in that regard as much as like a wow, that was really pleasant. I I I want to take another sip of that. Yeah. So, like I'm done with my two beers. I could yeah. drink another one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. On point, drinking two on points. I'm like, eh. I only say I probably don't drink two on points. I probably yeah. drink one. And I was like, that was a pleasant experience. Let me move on. I'm really glad on uh, a couple weekends ago that you did not get that sixth barrel on point. <laughs> wow, would we have died in that sun? The Kolsch was a good fucking call. Well, I was concerned when you got to come brew at the valley and you're like, I was like, eh, and you're like, oh, I don't know how to break this to him. <laughs> we got a lot of it. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think it was, that was a mental thing. I think so too. Cause yeah. like by the time you got like halfway through it, you're like, no, this is good. Yeah, this is good. It, it was definitely like a, I thought this was the bad one. And so it's like, I pushed that idea on it. Well, I think also you were probably drinking an IPA beforehand. So like yeah, going you, from you a hoppy that. beer to yeah. a, to a light, Kolsch, like it's a drastic difference. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So no, that was uh, Tacoma Brew was the absolute perfect call. Yeah. So, um, thoughts? Can't wait to drink this again. Yeah, that's, good. that's just, a good thought. I'll I'll write that down. Yeah, keep 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 the sun burning. You know, I just want to drink this out and on the on the yard and be hot as fuck we need to take this fishing with us one day we don't fish but like was i talking to you about that recently i think it was where i was like i don't know the last yeah it was and i was like i don't even know the last time i went fishing but i feel like we need to just to get the real aesthetic maybe we'll do a pines episode check out pines we go to e9 often and shit so it's a good idea we should go out to like 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 cushman uh yeah we could well i was gonna say um we could just go out probably on at the cabin, right? He's probably got oh, some yeah, fishing poles and yeah. Yeah. Get the boat. That's a good call. Actually, yeah. We should call and just do a do a guys weekend there. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Shooting guns and shit. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go on the boat and fish and then shoot guns. Vice versa, probably. But still. Either way. Shoot guns, then go fish, and then shoot guns again, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. We'll probably be too drunk by then. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh let's do a rating. I'm ready. Hold on. I know. You're not ready yet. No, I'm about ready. Yeah. What was the beer that I rated recently where I, I, I called it a 4.5? Cause I'm gonna be honest. Was that's... it dank dust? Yes, it was dank dust. Wow. It was literally because it's a double IPA, right? 4.5. No, it's just an IPA. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's probably just because it was a weed IPA that I said that in general. But before that was Milo, and you rated that a three. Before that, okay, was I'm ready. Homegrown Spring, you rated a four point two. I'm ready. Homegrown. Before that was In the Loop number four, and you rated a three point five. We're having. I know we said this, but we're having really good beers lately. Apparently, it's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, this is that was the whole point. That was the, that's what I'm saying. That was slow down so we can drink the good ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, three, two, one, four point five. Which one are you? Uh, I am in the amazing, awesome category. Not quite perfect. I'm in the perfect. That's fair. 
Can you write yours in? Because like that's gonna annoy me. What are you on about? I always do. You didn't write it. Not yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting there. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah, sorry. Um. So the differences between us was you would change maybe one or two slight things, but nothing major. Mine's just like wouldn't change anything. I think, um, but we're at the same rating, so we're like right there. Um, what would make this beer a five? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what would make this beer a five. Um, maybe a little bit lighter, maybe a little bit more hoppy. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I agree. Like, maybe making it more hoppy might ruin what it's doing. But I, th- but that's what I was gonna say. Is maybe a little lighter, maybe a little. Th- thinner what is this 5.5 yeah so maybe like a 5 to 5.2 this would sit a little bit cleaner maybe yeah a little less malt maybe a little more carb even i don't know yeah yeah but i like so that's why i think i'm just like no i get it tick below i think that's why and i was right there with you i was debating like hey what do i want to put this do i want to put this in awesome amazing slash perfect where i ended up with perfect is like I don't want to make those suggestions and and ruin it. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. think in a, if I could be in a different timeline or or like taste test a couple different versions of this to see what it would be like. Yeah. Then maybe with a little bit more evidence, I could say, ah, this is actually awesome versus right. amazing. Whereas this version really is the perfected version. Oh, yeah. Or I, vice I just versa. can't say it. Or vice versa, right? Like again, yeah. maybe maybe somehow whatever it is they do, they find the tweak that that you were looking for where you're like, this is very clearly the same beer, but like, there it is. You nailed it. And that's the, the five, right? Who knows? And the other thing is like, you know, and they'll even tell you this every time you get one of their beer, not every time you get one of their beers, but ev- they, they make all of their batches unique. They're never stagnant on their batches, except for maybe Tacoma brew. I don't know, but all of their batches, they do, they change up something. Yeah, well, and and it's a combination of of that and two. He's like, you know, you know, they're a smaller brewery, and so they are working on. I mean, what we would call professional equipment, but at the same time, it's like, you know, they're no they're no Budweiser, right? Like yeah. you're not you're not pumping out like millions of the egg fucking exact same beer. Like every single beer you're open is gonna be like maybe imperceivable, but like slightly different and sometimes yeah, perceivable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to your point, like every batch they do, uh, they actually do tweak recipes. Like I think pretty much Todd claims every time and it wouldn't surprise me, but it wouldn't surprise me. Either. Yeah. But even still, if not every time, like they tweak the recipes a lot. And yep. I like that. I appreciate it because I don't think ever once have we been like, this is a completely different beer. You know, they're they're definitely still working on the same recipe. No, we have actually. Which was was so, that the one recently where we're like we didn't like it at all, and then we're like, wow, this is actually great. Yeah, go check this out on Pints. This is a good example of of exactly that. It was the running free E nine. So this year's is E nine running free twenty twenty two. Um, we did not like it this year. Um, and and the the character of the beer changed from like a carbonation standpoint. Yeah. The year before, maybe it was in 2020, I can't remember. Yeah. We described it as drinking like orange soda. Yeah. And one of your critiques this year was it it was so flat. Yeah. And that could be to keg differences too. Totally, sure. totally. Um, but it's just kind of interesting to see 
year by year and and maybe some of our our personal taste bias maybe even to that day or versus like us from a year ago we changed too and that's the hard part too like i think like there's no being objective well and without being able to compare them side by side as well right like like just because you could be like hey this beer is good or this beer is terrible like even if you drink them side by side like i like to i would like to think that you're like even though this one's good and this one's terrible I can tell they're the same beer, right? No, but I think we could. Like, yeah. like I think, like seriously, go go watch Pints. Go watch those two episodes. They're they're like four minutes each. Yeah. Um, it's funny because like we describe the character of the beer the same, almost the exact same. Yeah, if not. But it's the texture that like changes our mindset on it. How we experience that beer. It's like, oh, it's not carbonated. Yeah. It's not refreshing because it's like like so thick. Like carbonation. Um, adds both bitterness and it helps things not like stick in your mouth. So that's like one of the reasons why we bring up Bodhi a lot because it has Georgetown is like fucking nailed carbonation to a T. It's why the Bodhi can be orangey and sugary and sweet, but at the same time refreshing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, it does an absolutely fantastic job. Um yeah, no, I think I think it's why we have no problem. And in fact, why we actually love revisiting beers. Yeah. Because it's it's again, it's not like a Bud Light. It's not like you're gonna have your millionth Bud Light and it's like well, that's the exact same Bud Light I've had my entire life. On the podcast, you probably see it most often in Fresh Hop. We revisit oh, yeah. Fresh Hops all the time. Because yeah. they are going to be different. Um and we've revisited Seven Seas before, but like I feel like every time I go back to Seven Seas and have the same beer, it's the same experience. I I don't feel yeah. that way at E Nine, and that's nice. Like little tweaks. Yeah, no, I I prefer it. It's very nice. Even 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 if it's a little tweak and it's a worse beer, like the Running Free. I mean, it is what it is. I, like, st- I still think it's cool to get a different experience. Honestly, yep. yeah. So, uh, it's exactly. <laughs> And you like pile nachos. Capitalism. <laughs>